This is the Unbreakable Stories Podcast, where we share stories of people just like you who have overcome adversity, struggles, hardship, and the setbacks in life or business on your way towards achieving success. It is through these unbreakable stories that will motivate, inspire, encourage, and empower people just like you to believe that if it is possible for someone else, it is possible for you. And now, here are your hosts for this episode, Terry Thompson and Bonnie Rose, the A-Coach. Bonnie, good morning. How's everything going today? Good morning, Terry. Everything's going great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So we're getting ready for the holidays because, you know, it's that time of year again. I love the holidays. Yeah. Do you love the holidays? I do. I I am. We just got our first hint of cold fall weather here. Yeah, same here. Same here. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, I'm starting to, I have a crazy sense of smell, but like my neighbor burns candles and somebody else must be, and I'm starting to get the whiff of like the fall scents versus I love the summer that. scents. And I'm like, oh, it's time to break out the fall can. I got goosebumps saying that. I just love the smell of fall and Christmas. So are you a pumpkin spice fan or no? I am not as far as eat, like consuming it. Um, like I've definitely never tasted a Starbucks pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> I think that coffee and pumpkin sounds gross. I could be wrong. Millions uh, of Americans enjoy it. Um, but I love the smell of pumpkin pie and yeah. pumpkin spice. I and love it. I have it's just in- like a very comfy smell to me. It, it really is. So I don't have incense, but I have like, I, I have these wax things, burners, like uh, Cincy, I think they are kind of things in our, all over our house. So right now I've got this apples and cinnamon. I've got all these fall flavors, so to speak, go, permeating through the house. And, you know, it's a part of the senses. So, so that sense of smell really calms you down. It really kind of takes you and transcends you into like another place in time. It's like, <sighs> it's time. Absolutely. It's the holidays. We're ready. So I'm ready for the holidays. And that's what we're going to talk about within this episode is getting ready for the holidays because it's really kind of back to back to back. We get ready for that Halloween and that's really kind of that first little holiday. And then we go into Thanksgiving and we go into Christmas and New Year's and then it just starts all over again. The New Year kind of a thing. And, you know, for some people, the holidays are exciting. While for others, it's stressful. And depending on which side of the fence that you're on, the holidays can be exciting and something that you look forward to. And then it can also be one of those things that you 100% absolutely dread. You know, being around friends and family only once a year, sometimes it sucks. And then sometimes it's exciting. So what are your thoughts on the holidays, like getting ready for the holidays, planning and preparing for the holidays, because there's a lot that goes into that, cleaning up the house maybe for the first time in the year, getting ready for family coming over, cooking, cleaning, planning, preparing. What are your thoughts on the holidays? So I just wanted to throw another, um, there's one other side of that, and I don't know if we'll get into it today or not, but sometimes for a lot of the well, sometimes for a lot of people, the holidays are actually really depressing. I know that, mm. um, unfortunately, some people have really bad childhood memories of the holidays for various reasons. Uh, I used to be one of those pers- one of those people where Christmas in particular was just really depressing for me until I changed my mindset about the whole 
the whole situation, especially when having kids and bringing kids into the picture, that made a huge difference for me because then my focus was on them and watching them experience all of the things that I, I did or things even that I didn't, didn't get to do as a kid. So kind of living vicariously and also being able to be the one to provide those different experiences for them got to shift that uh, mindset for me. But as far as planning for the holidays, my take on planning for the holidays now is pretty laid back. I used to definitely be um, so I clinically OCD. Everything had to be perfect all the time. Massive, massive to do list. Like I would had like a, a, a half a um steno book filled with just lists of stuff that needed to be done decorating like crazy but everything had to be perfect and in its place and I couldn't move this to there and now um one thing that changed that was getting sick the other was having two more kids and not it, it, it kind of broke down to prioritizing for me like what's really important is this why am I doing this ginormous light display? Is it because I enjoy it or it's because I want to show off to the neighbors or because I want to keep up with the neighbors or because, um, you know, I think it's the thing that should be done when you have a house. Cause when I first bought my house, I was like, we have to decorate. We have a home now. Like we're not in an apartment anymore. And it, part of it was like, yes, I get to do this. And, but then it, quickly transferred into something I felt like I had to do because if I didn't, there was something wrong. Um, but now my, my approach is very laid back. Um, if the kids want to participate in decorating, we'll pull out the decorations and do different things. But now I'm like, you guys have fun with it, put stuff wherever you want to, this is for you to have fun with. Um, I'm not worried about what anybody else thinks about our, our house and what the outside of it looks like. Um, cause honestly, nobody's ever said anything to me about having lights up or not having lights up, mm-hmm. putting the giant pumpkin in the front yard or not spending eight hours tying yarn to make a massive spider web or not. Like it wasn't, <laughs> I was, I was honestly doing, probably doing a lot of that to, to, um, for appearances. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I finally got to the point where it's like, I really don't care what my neighbors think of me, yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of grew up a little bit. Here's something, to change that. Here's something to think about. So during the holidays, you know, you know, I hear you talking about putting all these things up and decorating and planning and preparing. Do you find that therapeutic at all? I think I did at one point. Uh, I think for me, it also kind of was like, I've arrived. Like I've, I've got my house now. This was a dream that I had. Um, this has been almost, we've been here 14 years now. And for me, it was a and like kind of back to a sense of accomplishment that, you know, yeah. where, where I went from to where I made it to. And, um, but cleaning for me can be therapeutic. Like I am one that loves to vacuum, like not necessarily the act of vacuuming. I love, <laughs> I love the feeling after I vacuum, Hmm. um, because it's, it's a simple task. It's kind of cathartic, Hmm. but you also end up with this clean floor. (laughs) All the crumbs and everything are gone. Um, and it's like a a instant way to refresh a space almost. Uh Uh, And when you've got two boys that are running around and and, and an older one who's still running around walking and eating, and I'm like, go sit at the table. Uh Uh, Cleaning that up for me, it just has, it's like an instant mood boost for me. Hmm. 
I don't know. It's now I see people decorating for Halloween, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. I, I don't really see anybody decorating too much for New Year's, but but every once in a while I'll see, you know, something in the yard that says Happy New Year or something like that. Tell me, which one is your favorite to decorate for? Ooh. Um it's probably a tie between Halloween and Christmas. But if I had to pick one, it would be Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um I really love, and I think this is going to be the first year in a few years that um, we get to do a little more because we were kind of in that stage with my youngest where stuff really creeped him out. So I didn't want to scare the crap out of him in his own house. You know what I mean? Um, but I love the the different things. Like we have, uh, you can also kind of like be like uh, like a prankster during Halloween. So I, I remember one year I bought this spider that was motion sensed and I would decorate while the, the kids were at, my older kids were at school and I hung it up above the, the, the stairwell that goes upstairs. So you couldn't see it mm-hmm. when you were coming up the steps. And I remember my daughter came home from school and probably nearly peed her pants. Cause as soon as she <laughs> went to drop, it dropped right in front of her face. And then I felt terrible because she's terrified of spiders now, but it was funny in the moment. And now that she's older, she kind of laughs, laughs at it. But I got to do stuff like that because they have the things that jump out at people, the the yeah. bowls that where you put your hand in, the hand comes down. So it's fun. It's fun. It's like a fun holiday versus Christmas is, um, I mean, Christmas can be fun too, but it's, it's a different atmosphere. Uh, different vibe um, it really is. Yeah. So, so have you ever been through those driving theme parks where you see all the lights and, you know, the things happening and then you got to turn the radio station on and you're listening to music as it's going through and all the lights are lighting up and it's all coordinated with what lights are happening. Have you ever been through one of those? I have a really, really long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. They're really cool. I actually bought a light set that does something similar where mm-hmm. you plug everything into one main and it'll play. Yeah. The lights will move to the music. So those are really I cool. love those things. So so we have uh, in our area, we have we have a couple of different places that we can go to. But I have one favorite place that we go to every year. And for Halloween, they have a theme for Christmas. They have a theme. And, and I enjoy those things. You know, the, the, the of course, the long wait in line is is a little stressful. But once we get in there, we're going through the park. It's exciting. It's like, ooh, ah, look at that. Oh, and then you get the music and everything going with it. And I remember last year it was I think it was last year. We went through and it was interesting because it was kind of a rock theme. So they're playing all these Christmassy like rock songs. And they had these remixes of rock songs. And, and one of the one of the most interesting ones that I heard was like Metallica mixed with Journey. It was like Don't Stop Believing and Enter Sandman mixed together. And then the lights wow. all going together and like, this is awesome. I felt like I was at a rock concert and and I always enjoy those things. You know, you, you get in the car, you, you get some hot chocolate or, you know, something along like that. And you just enjoy, you just relax, you know, and that's part of the holidays right there is relaxing, but it can also be stressful when it comes to planning and everything. So, you know, food is one of those things because it's that food that you bring to the table that really kind of brings everybody together. You know, it's always the friends, the family, but it's really about the food. So during those holidays, what's some of the favorite food that you make for your family? 
So my husband's taken over most of the holiday cooking. Um, mm-hmm. We always have everybody here. So by everybody, I mean the grandparents and his aunt and then us. Um, but I used to do all the cooking and now he does all the cooking mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, my thing that I make is the mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, hands off. That's my job. I, um, I learned actually learned how to make mashed potatoes from his mother. Uh, and then for me, as much as I don't, it's the path of dessert. So I absolutely love Dutch apple pie with the mm. crumb top. Yeah. That's like my favorite thing. Like I, I have to have Dutch apple pie for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Cause it's like one of those things where you really don't eat it the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, every once, so I think, I don't know, a couple of months ago, I got a craving for it. And I told my, I was like, grab an apple pie. And he kind of looked at me. I was like, I just want some Dutch apple pie. Like, Do they sell those in the middle of July? Uh-huh. <laughs> so definitely the pie and, and mashed potatoes is my, those are it's my two kind one of One time of year that you can do special things for yourself and for your family. And I think that that's what makes the holidays really important. It's that special time of year that everybody kind of shows up and shows out, so to speak. It's like, you know, all the best recipes are coming out. All of the friends are coming out with all the stories and this, that, and the other that, you know, that has happened. And I think it's that... It's that gathering. It's that family. It's that whole sense of togetherness that really brings out the holidays. And I think that, you know, I mean, the last year and a half has definitely been very interesting. And I know for a lot of people, it really kind of caused people to look at a lot of different things differently. I know it definitely affected me. And during those holidays, some of those things that we used to enjoy We really haven't had, and now we've taken some of those things for granted. And now that things are starting to go back to normal a little bit here uh, in some places, you know, it it makes me kind of question, is this year holidays going to be different? Is it going to be the same? Is everybody going to be looking forward to getting back together, cooking, being around friends and family again for maybe the first time in about a year and a half or so? So I know myself, I'm truly excited about the holidays. We, we do have a couple of things planned that we're still trying to sort out a couple of different things on what we're going to do. But I know for me, it's always been about friends and family and food. What's your favorite part of the holiday? Um, that's a really good question. I think for me, um, I, of course, I enjoy the food and I enjoy people hanging out. But for me, it's really about making it a positive experience for my kids, Mm -hmm. which is why I have, well, part of the reason I've become so laid back and and not, um, not making the unimportant things important anymore. Like all the decorating, like there's all these things that I used to feel were a must. They had to be done Mm -hmm. and things had to be perfect. And for me, it happened before COVID, but I think for a lot of people, it happened during COVID where we just realized that a lot of the stuff was, it's cool, it's fun, but it's unnecessary Mm. and adds a lot of stress. And I know for us, like our Christmas last year was just us. We didn't have anybody over. Um, Same with Thanksgiving, actually, because I'm high risk and I was like, I don't want anybody here, not even my parents. And um. To be honest with you, it was like the most relaxing Christmas we had ever had. I didn't worry about cleaning up the house. 
We had just the stuff. I let the kids completely decorate the tree all by themselves for like the, probably the first or second time in forever. Um, and not that like my parents or his mom or anybody expect things to be perfect or cleaned up, but it was, it was in my mind, I was still kind of stuck in that place where thing, I felt things had to be a certain way in order for us to enjoy ourselves. And I realized, finally made the full revelation last year. It was like, this just isn't necessary. And it actually makes the holidays really stressful. Mm -hmm. Like we can enjoy ourselves with all all this excess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, And doing things in a minimal way was actually just really, really nice. It was nice to have a chill day, not worrying about who was coming at what time and making sure we had dinner at this time because they had to leave and fitting dessert in and rushing through the day. Like that to me, really, I realized was a big part that I was really happy to leave behind mm-hmm. was not hurry up and make the kids, you know, open all your presents, do this, go get dressed, do this, do this. Okay. We got to cook. We got to do this. We got to clean that up. And it's like, no, if you're going to show up to my house, you're going to show up as is. And if you don't like it, there's the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're here to visit us, not to visit my carpet. So, you know, <laughs> that actually happened to me one time. So I remember one time, you know, we used to go over to uh, my wife's sister's house for Christmas. And I remember one year I, I was sick. I, I was tremendously sick. I mean, I, I was sick and I ended up being the guy on the couch. And it was really interesting because all of this stuff was going on around me and nobody could sit on the couch because I'm laying down on the couch. I'm still there. I'm a part of everything, but I wasn't involved. I I wasn't talking to people. I, I, I think I ultimately got up and ate something, but then I, you know, you know, it's, it's like you get up, you lose your seat kind of a thing. And that's exactly what happened. So when I got up, people sat down on the couch. So then when I ate, I ended up going upstairs and I just ultimately went to bed. So I remember that one year where I didn't participate and I couldn't participate. I didn't really feel bad about it. I just wasn't really worried about it. But, you know, being the guy on the couch that one year really was interesting. It really was. And it caused me a little bit of stress because I couldn't participate. I didn't really help out too much. Yeah, I just, I was just like, that's it. I'm the guy on the couch kind of a deal. And I know that there's some people that really do. They take it to those extremes. Everything must be perfect. Everything's got to be laid out. Here's the schedule. I'm going to print this out and pass it out to everybody. And here's how the day is going to go. So it can really get overwhelming. It can get to the point to where you're stressed out. Your stress is causing other people to get stressed out because everything has to be Perfect. So when I hear you talk about how relaxed and how chill and when you just allow things to flow, so to speak, it really kind of lowers a lot of that stress and anxiety of the holidays and brings it back to what is the most important part of the holidays. Yes. And that's fellowship. That's absolutely being together. That's remembering each other, celebrating each other, celebrating the fact that, hey, we have this opportunity to come together, to be together, to share together instead of all of the festivities that goes along with that. And I think a lot of people get tied around the festivities and forget the most important part of it, which is being together. 
Absolutely. And I think that that's going to be interesting this year too, for a lot of people. I'm sure you've heard of the, um, the shipping containers that are stuck and they don't have people to unload the trucks and they're warning people to buy their presents now in October because it could take two months to get there or they're going to run out of stuff and people are panicking. And it's like, like I, I get it, especially for people who have small children and trying to keep, you know, the magic of Santa alive and whatnot. And we're still in that phase and helping Santa out. Um, but it, it's kind of disheartening that people are so over-focused on that part of it. Mm-hmm. Like there's plenty of people in the world that can't afford to buy presents mm. that maybe can only afford to buy one present. Um, a lot of people like me hand make gifts. Like when I have lots of gifts, I hand make stuff. I make all kinds of different things and I would pass those out. Um, but <clears throat> it really, I think it's really going to be another chance for people to kind of reprioritize what's important during the holidays because Christmas is going to come whether the shipping containers are stuck or not. Mm -hmm. And are you going to let that ruin the day because you couldn't get a toy or an electronic or the new PS five or whatever people Mm -hmm. are playing with now? Um, Are you going to let that ruin your time with your family Mm -hmm. because you don't have those material things to kind of pass around to each other? So I'm interested to see how that's going to play out and, um, I'm sure we'll hear about it on social media and people's opinions and whatnot of how that is going and then how it went once it's over with, awesome. um, but that's part of planning too, right? Like some people who want to make sure they've got stuff here on that day need to pay attention and plan and get their, get their shopping taken care of. So, yeah. And that can be stressful in and of itself as well, too. So so me, I do not participate in like Black Friday or Cyber Monday or all these crazy things that, you know, thousands of people tend to go to. And it's it's oh, my it's like a whole nother level of, oh, my God, you know, when you go out there to those things. And I just me myself, I don't participate in that stuff. And, but there's a lot of people that do, they will literally get in knockdown, drag out fights just to beat people through the door to go do things, to get things. And and me, I'm casual about it. Now, I, I definitely don't go at the moment of impact, so to speak, but I will go at some time just because I don't get that brand new, bright, shiny thing at the moment that the doors open, I will eventually go through and I will get what it is that I want or I need. And I think that a lot of people do not put like their own safety first. And when you mitigate the risks of the holidays, because there's a lot of risky things, there's a lot of things that can go bad during the holidays. You know, so when you talk about risk mitigation, safety, that's a part of it. You know, making sure that you don't have all of everything plugged into one outlet, making sure that you're not trying to, step on each other going through the stores, making sure that someone's paying attention to the oven when the food is on. So even though we talk about all of the stress, we talk about all the fun, we also want to make sure that you understand some of the risks that can happen within the holidays as well, too. Uh, So do you have any tactical piece of advice on risky things to be careful of? 
Um, so I'm definitely one that does not, like, I won't even go to the grocery store on Black Friday. I haven't actually been anywhere like that since the pandemic started in March mm-hmm. here. Um, I haven't been in a store since then. It's actually kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> as far as mitigating risk, I mean, I think it's being cautious to not um, overestimate or over underestimate how much, again, like, like you should be doing at or overestimate, I guess is the right word, how much stuff you should be doing at one time so that you can pay attention to these different things. And you were talking about the lights and the sockets. I, I, I chuckled because um, that was one of the things I did either the first or second Christmas we were here. I actually drew like a schematic on grid paper. <laughs> Dead serious. Because I had so many different types and sets of lights. And we've got like out front the way our yard is like we've got a 20 foot roof here and a 30 foot roof there because it's on a grade. And how did each thing plug in because I wasn't going to get up on a ladder and realize that I plugged it in incorrectly and then have to cut hate ladders. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, because of that, because I wanted to make sure there was this outlet wasn't overloaded and that outlet wasn't overloaded and everything was going to run smoothly. And then you plug it in. So this is I said, I was over the top about this stuff um, but that was one of the safety things i'm not suggesting anybody has to draw a schematic however make sure you have your stuff spread out properly um i think led lights cuts down on a lot of that because back then we didn't really i mean they were probably a thing but i didn't have any um, because you can i guess plug more of those in because they don't have the same kind of draw but just really it's about not trying to do too many things yourself delegate uh, would be a good you know you keep an eye on the oven i'll keep an eye on the kids you keep an eye on this you know this one shovels the sidewalk whatever the case is uh, don't make the same mistake i did and try to do everything on your own um because i was always the one that wasn't necessarily enjoying the holiday itself i was it was more of having checked off all of those boxes on my to-do list as far as you know decorating and mm-hmm. and having the right foods and having the place settings just perfect and making sure the white tablecloth stayed white. Cause that was, you know, reasonable with kids in the house. So, yeah. Awesome. I don't know. Just, just so. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I mean, those are all great tips and everything. And, and I truly, yeah. And I truly agree. Uh, and I truly enjoy all of your feedback and, and I think it's very valuable. And once again, there, there's some things that we talked about here that hopefully will help somebody you know, here's the thing. The holidays are meant to be enjoyed. And if you if you are going overboard, if you're getting stressed out, you're creating all these lists, all these things, and you're trying to be perfect, there's a thousand things that can go right, but there's all it takes is one thing to go wrong to completely mess up the holidays. So be careful. Make sure, yes, you do have a plan in place. But remember, the most important thing about the holidays is celebrating each other, being around each other, those friends, the families, the conversations, the food, all of those positive things that make the holidays great. So, Bonnie, thank you very much for sharing. Before we before we go here, do you have any last minute words, any tactical advice, any anything that would help anybody prepare for the holidays as they're coming up here very quickly? I have one thing well two things is, is figure out where your where your priorities and what's important really important to you figure that out first before you start planning your holidays 
Um, and two, don't leave the turkey fryer unattended. I've heard so many horror stories about those deep fryers for the turkeys, mm-hmm. like completely de- talk about destroying somebody's holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, massive fires with those things. So, yes. Make but sure in a frozen s- turkey inside of a fryer, do- it will destroy you, your house, everything around it. So don't do it, even if it does make a great TikTok video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't do it. I mean, you know, and that brings up a great point, too, because a lot of people during you know the holidays tend to do a lot of these things. And that's a part of that risk mitigation that we talk about. Look, I understand that there's a lot of things that are out there that make great reels, great TikTok videos and this, that and the other. But you know what? It falls into the category of risk mitigation and doing dumb stuff. Don't do dumb stuff. If you have to look at your friends and say, hey, watch this, you might not want to watch it. You might not want to do it. You might not want to engage in those things, no matter how entertaining that it is. You may want to consider the effects of the things that of the choices that you are making. So mitigate that risk. Definitely do not put a frozen turkey in a fryer. It will it, it will not end up good. Nope. All right, Bonnie, thank you very much for joining here today. We've had a great conversation about the holidays. I'm excited about the holidays. I know each and every one of you are excited about the holidays as well, too. And until next time, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you. 